Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the One Mind Podcast. Today, we have on Tara Shim. Tara is a realtor and a real estate investor. She's been doing it for a while now. And we're going to talk about the joy of doing what you love and also helping others and how important that is to live a happy life. So, Tara, how are you? I'm so good, Jacob. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing well, a bit tired, but you know, push it through. And I'm very excited for this conversation. So Tara, when did you get started with real estate? I want to say I got started when I was about nine years old. And being that my mom raised my sister and I as a single parent, and she bought me a Monopoly game when I was nine years old. And I would walk home from school and my best friend that lived across the street would come over every afternoon and we would play Monopoly together for hours. You know, we would sit there for greenhouses, one red hotel. I was always the banker in charge of the money. And we didn't have a lot of money back then. You know, we didn't have a lot, but we did have that board game. And I think that that's what really taught me about investing. And I didn't even know it back then. Um, but I truly started investing back in 2005 when I built my very first home. It wasn't my dream home, but I built a home um, because I worked for an employer who gave us $20,000 for a down payment of either a brand new home or we could build one. And so I built my first home. And from there, I leveraged that home to go and buy a three acre property, um, build a second home. And then I just kind of scaled from there. So I built and bought eight properties total since 2005. And now I became a realtor, so I just help other people buy and sell homes. So it's it's been a long time that I've been investing. <laughs> that that's amazing. And also, I love I love when you know your childhood or something you've learned in the past comes to fruition. You realize at such a young age that that's something you want to do, right? I think that's always such an amazing thing to hear from you know people in their own professions, and and it translates to so many different professions. It always stems from something they they were interested in earlier on in life, and then obviously blossoms from there. So Tara, when you were interested in, you know, the finance and in the financial part of real estate, right? Did you, were you interested in teaching or learning about finance itself? Or was it the real estate that you were interested in? I think it was a little bit about of both. I, when I was 17 years old, I worked at Borders Books and Music. And a lot of the books that were coming out were Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quadrant, why we want you to be rich. And I read a lot of those books. And back then I realized that, wow, passive income is an amazing thing. I need to learn how can I do this? And being from Hawaii on a small island, it's the big island that I'm from, but it's really a small island that I come from. And we don't have, you know, the greatest schooling here. I went to school, I finished high school, but I didn't go to college. So as, um, being a teenager, I read those books and I was like, wow, I need to learn how to create passive income. And I didn't really know what that meant or how to do it. But I always knew that I needed to get some kind of financial education because in high school, they don't teach us about finances, right? From ninth grade to 12th grade, there were no financial courses offered at my high school. And I find that with a lot of other people in um, the States as well, we don't have financial education in school. So I right. took it upon myself to kind of learn through reading, you know, and and trial and error. And so I've been also teaching financial education with a company called 101 Financial for the last 13, almost 14 years. 
And that has been a huge game changer for me in the way that I bank, what I do, how I teach people about paying off their debt so that they can to invest in real estate or just live a really good life, you know, and not have to be in debt for so long. So I feel like finances are important in order for you to buy real estate because it goes hand in hand. I was here in Hawaii just thinking like, how can I do this? I'm 17 years old. I don't make a lot of money. How do I buy real estate? And it wasn't until I got my finances in order, I learned a smarter way of banking. Then I was able to scale faster, buy more properties because most people just buy one property, you know, in their lifetime and they live in their home forever. And I just knew that I needed to buy more real estate because I didn't want to have to work so hard for money all my life. I wanted money to work hard for me. So I think it was a little bit of both, you know, the, the finances and the real estate, hands down. That's, to me, <laughs> the most important thing. You can't buy real estate if you don't have your finances together, right? Right. For sure. But when you were learning about it, what path did you take in order to really understand what you were doing? Because obviously you're spending your money, your own, your hard earned money, right? You don't want to mess up. You want to be very diligent in your studies about real estate and managing your finances. Why did you decide to learn about that? But also how did you decide to learn about that when you said that it wasn't available to you at that time? For me, it was just trial and error. It was just doing it. I knew I wanted to invest in real estate. And at the time, I didn't realize that I was doing things like house hacking. When I built my first home, I had a three-bedroom, two-bath, and a garage. And I always thought, like, why does my car need to be sitting in a garage? I could turn this part of the home into another studio, you know, build a bathroom where the laundry area is. And so I did that. And I was renting that part out, which was paying for a part, a portion of my mortgage. And I just realized that, you know, this is going to help me create some of that passive income where every 30 days, here comes the check in the mail or the cash. And, and then from there, just, okay, how can I build the next home and the next home? And then realizing that I could take out money from my very first home. I took out a home equity line of credit. I cash out refinanced. You know, I took out a lot of money out of my first home to go buy more property. And then I did a burr, which I didn't even know that was a thing before I listened to like bigger pockets and started networking with other investors. But I bought a property. Um, it was a, in a foreclosure. So I paid cash for it. I fixed it up and then I refi refinanced it and took out more money than I used to even buy the property or rehab it. So just using certain strategies, um, now that I know what they are, I'm like, wow, I did that back then. I didn't even know that was a thing. But reading books, listening to podcasts, that's what helped me to, mm -hmm. to learn how to scale, how to buy more properties. And a lot of it was just doing it, getting out and doing it and failing at it, failing forward, you know, not being afraid to try something, taking some risks, no risk, no reward. And I remember, you know, my very first home was my first win and my first loss because, you know, building a home is a huge deal. But throughout life, I went through a divorce. I had two children, you know, they were under, they were four and five years old. And it was really hard. And I remember having to do a short sale on that home that I built, that very first home. And that was so hard for me. But it helped me to realize that I'm not going to just you know, take that as a loss. I'm going to take that as a learning experience. And now when I buy properties, you know, I, I hope that I'm never going to put myself in that same predicament 
and I run my numbers and I try and do things a little bit better. Where back then I just didn't know what I was doing. I was like, yes, let's take out all this money. Let's go buy more properties. Um, and then you never know when life will throw some curveballs at you, right? So there was a lot of learning in just doing it, just getting out and buying that property. That That's amazing. I think that the amount of resources, especially today, that people at any age have to get started in real estate and and putting your money to work. Like even 10 years ago, it was unimaginable to have this amount of this wealth of knowledge out there at your fingertips. And I think that it's anyone that says they can't do it, it's just an excuse because anyone can really be doing this if they put in the time, if they're willing to put in that effort. And yeah, I mean, I think that it's amazing for people to just start. To just start. I think that is in itself such an amazing accomplishment. Most people don't even start. So I think that being able to start and not being afraid to fail, because I don't think there's such thing as failure. I think that in order to succeed, you have to fail, 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 fail. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what profession you're in. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter if you're in real estate. It doesn't matter what you're in. If you don't fail, you will never succeed and get to the top. So I think as long as you're able to try and not be pushed down and stay down, 100% you're going to make it. So Tara, I actually you know, found you on social media, right? I found you on your reels, you know, talking about real estate and education. So when did education become um, a passion of yours, teaching finance and real estate to others? It was back in 2008. I got introduced to a company called One One Financial. One of my friends introduced me. She said, hey, Tara, um, I want you to come and check out this thing. And I was like, oh no, not another thing. You know, we've all tried things before and um, multi-level marketing stuff. And I was just not into it. And she said, this is totally different. This is financial education. And what if I could teach you how to pay off your mortgage in a shorter amount of time? And then I was like, hey, that piques my interest because for sure, I, I don't want to take 30 years to pay off my mortgage. So I went to the presentation and I sat there and I realized during the presentation that we are set up to lose money every single day the way that we are banking, right? Because the banks are in business to make money off of us. They're not there to help us. They're there to sell us money, right? They're going to let us use their credit card at 18% interest. They're going to give us money to buy a, a car at 6% interest or a mortgage at 5% interest. But on the flip side, they're char they're paying us only, you know, 0.02% interest in our savings and zero in our checking. So when I realized that we were fighting a losing battle, I was so intrigued. I was like, I need to learn more about this smart banking, about what you guys are doing and why you're able to pay off debt so much quicker. So, of course, I was kind of hesitant, but I knew that if I don't invest in myself and my own education, you know, I didn't go to college or anything. This was my chance. And so I took the course and I started paying off debt. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I need more of my family members, my friends to know about this. So. In turn, I became an instructor for that company to teach other families. And I started with my own family, with my sister, my mom, my aunties, my uncles, you know, all the people that I know and love, because I knew that they were struggling like me. I knew that, you know, at one point in time, I worked three jobs. I never saw my kids. I would leave before the sun comes up. I would come home when they're sleeping. And I thought I was doing good because I was making all my monthly payments, but I was struggling and I was drowning. and. So with the education, I was able to pay off my debts in a shorter amount of time. It would have taken me 27 years to pay off my $420,000 worth of debt that I started with in 2008. 
Um, but it took me 10 years and I saved myself 17 years of time, money, and interest. And so with that, there was a lot of learning. I invested in myself every year. I would go to their trainings. I would go and help many families, thousands of families. I would do Zoom calls. I would go to people's homes. And through that education, it helped me to learn even more. You know, I made more money. I was able to invest more money and it just gave me a better sense of, you know, money management. Um, how to pay off my debts quicker, and how to help other families do the same. So it's a huge community of people just doing big things like buying multiple properties or starting businesses, being able to travel with their best life. So you'll see on my social media, I am a realtor. I do buy and sell real estate for other people, for myself. I travel a lot. I like to work hard and play harder. And it's because of the financial education that I got back from 2008 till now. And I feel like I still learn every day. I'm still open to learning new things and trying out new things. You know, becoming a realtor is a whole different ball game. When you're investing for yourself, you know, you just figure it out and go as you um, do it as you go. And as a realtor, you know, you have a lot of things that you have to take care of for the for your clients from contracts and negotiating things. And so it's a whole different ball game. But constantly learning and that's the biggest key and for me finances was something that really interests me from a young age because we never really had money holding that paper money with monopoly i was so infatuated with money because we never really had it everything was like no we can't afford it we can't afford it and so i always wanted to know like why are these rich people rich i worked for a luxury property management company and the people that buy homes and condos at that, that place you know, they make millions, billions of dollars every year. And I always wondered, like, what do they do differently? Why are they so rich? And I was always infatuated with finances and money and how it works and why it works the way it does. That's awesome. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's amazing. I think there's so many different ways to teach others and being able to teach them about finances and help them with their daily lives. And, you know, obviously in the future as well, being able to live debt free I mean, that's amazing, right? That's something that people dream of having, right? Being able to not owe anything to the bank and just live your life how you want to live, right? So do you think that's why you wanted to become a, a part of why you wanted to become a realtor so you could help others as well with real estate? For sure, hands down. Because I was helping families to get their finances in order, pay down their debt, get their credit good. And then they were ready to go purchase a home. And I'd be like, hey, go and get your home, go and invest, you know, whatever it is. And then I realized like, gosh, these people already trust me. They know me. Um, I'm getting them to a great position in life. And then I just hand them over to somebody else. And then, you know, with being a realtor, the, the commissions that you make as a realtor is like crazy. So I just realized like, you know what, I can help people on both ends with their finances and purchasing their first home. And you're, you'd be surprised. A lot of my clients are coming back like, hey, Tara, I want to buy another lot now. Or can you sell my, my previous home so I can buy this home? So I have a lot of repeat business. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they know me, trust me. I already know their financial situation anyway. So it gives me a lot of credibility that way. So it just makes sense for me to become a realtor because I love real estate anyway. So I love that I can go and look at million dollar homes or, you know, just vacant land, anything in between and see that vision. Like, wow, this is going to be a really nice home or a nice rental or if you could convert this or add another bedroom or, you know, there's always something that you can do to add more value to your property. I like that. I think it's a fun job because it's, always changing every single day. Right. And 
you you still are working on the big island, right? And you know you you have your community there, right? Your friends and family. How has your community helped you succeed and enabled you to pursue your passion and be successful through it? For me, community, family is everything. You know, I've born and raised on in Hawaii on this island and everybody knows everybody. You know, of course, there's a lot of people moving here, but you're connected in some form, shape or way. And I feel like that's so important to be connected. I couldn't do what I do without my family while helping me raise my kids, watching them, picking them up from school when I need them to, because sometimes I'm on the other side of the island doing showings you know, meeting with clients and I can't get back to their school at 2.30, 2.45. So it's so, super important to have people that you know, trust, that you can lean on, you can, you know, ask questions, you can count on them. And that's what I'm try I try to be for my clients is a resource. You know, they know they can call me, text me, email me anytime. And if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find out. So it's very important, especially for this community here, um, super special living on the island you know, our culture, all the things that, you know, as we grow up here and you'd never know until you come here and uh, like, have you been to Hawaii before, Jacob? Yeah, I, I've been a couple of times. Love yeah. it there. You know, it's different, right? There's a different feeling. There's a different, like that aloha spirit here. I mean, it's, it's eminent in the people that live here, that grew up here. And it's different. It's, it's not the crazy hustle and bustle, right? We don't have big, huge, tall buildings. We don't have highways. It's very laid back here. So, you know, you have to know how to treat your people. And some people come from, from other places, the mainland. You know, you need to be able to communicate with all types of people and help them with their goal, with their goal of eventually buying a home or moving here, whatever it is, selling their properties here. So I feel like that's something super special about being raised here in the islands is that tourism is a big thing here. I worked in the tourism industry for a long time and it's all about the service, all about, you know, communicating and helping people at the end of the day, you know, that's what we're here to do, help and serve people. Yeah. I mean, I understand that completely. I mean, coming from, you know, the Jewish community, it's very similar with everyone kind of knows each other, right? It's very, you know, you either go to the same synagogue, you know each other from the community and you help each other out, right? When someone eats something, you're there for each other. And I think that community is such an impactful force. It's a force. It's for people to succeed because you really are only as good as people around you, right? I think that it's it speaks to the importance of having the right people around you, people that can push you and also help you to succeed and pursue what you want to do. And I think it's, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing to have that community with you. And it's definitely a blessing for sure. It's a blessing to have that. Hands down. Yes. And my, the company that I work for at EXP Realty here, um, our team is amazing. You don't see a lot of brokerages that work as a, a, a team, like how we do. We're so we totally go above and beyond to help each other, which most time, and that's why I didn't want to be a realtor for a long time because I thought it was just like a dog eat dog type of industry. And with our team here, everybody's so willing to help out, you know, whatever you need. I'm on vacation. I'm like, hey, can you show this house for my clients? They need to look at it tomorrow. People are so willing to just help out. And I think that's a huge 
um, culture shift in our industry being a realtor. So that's really nice to have a team that I can always count on and vice versa. When I need to go and help out, I'm always like, hey, I can do that for you. I can go do a showing or I can pick up keys for you, whatever it is that you need. So that's huge right there. The people that you surround yourself with, you know, your your vibe attracts your tribe. <laughs> 100%. I, And also it's it's amazing that you're able to find that brokerage, right? I mean, it's 100%. I mean, where I am in LA, it's definitely more of a doggy dog world, right? You have certain big brokerages or like, you know, um, Remax, et cetera, that really own a ton, a ton of clientele. And that's, it's, it's obviously, it's great for the, those who are able to capitalize on that. But for, for someone smaller who, you know, is looking to just help people out and, you know, still make a living off of it, it may be not the best for them, right? So I think it's amazing that you're able to find that community within your brokerage as well. And they're able to have your back instead of it being cutthroat, which I think it definitely tends to be in real estate and making money in it in general. So Tara, I, I mentioned it earlier, but I met you through social media, right? So I mean, I was drawn because you were so happy and smiling and just wanted to teach people about real estate and were so passionate about it. Do you think that people have seen that on social media and that's why they're, they've come to your account and they've seen your authenticity and that is why you're able to be successful? I think so. I mean, at the end of the day, you just want to be you, you know, and I think that does draw a lot of people to me because, you know, you don't want to work with somebody who's a negative Nancy or a Debbie Downer, right? You want to have that energy. You want to be able to communicate and, and have a good experience. And that's really what it is. You know, I, I network with a lot of different people, a lot of other investors, and and really it's it's the people that, you know, you just attract that kind of energy, I feel. And like, you're just drawn to it because you're like, wow, this girl is smiling. She's happy. She's in Hawaii. She's educating me. That's something that I'm looking for. And I think, you know, I'm, I might not be for everyone because some people are like, she's too much. She's always happy. She's always smiling, you know. Um, but I feel like it's important to be who you are. And that's just who I am. Genuinely, I'm that kind of girl pretty much all the time, you know. <laughs> so I, and I think that's a good thing, you know, just even on social media, because there's so many things that people just portray and it's always usually the good things but if you can just be yourself and share who you are and what you do and that's really what I'm all about is educating people you know I've been teaching for 13 years especially about finances that's huge that's a huge thing that's something that you know where nobody is teaching you know even when I grew up my parents didn't teach me about money or talk to me about money it was very you know shameful or prideful nobody talked about it and then we grew up and started working and we had to figure it out. So I'm very blessed that I got to learn. And through that, I was able to, you know, go up on stage and speak in front of a bunch of people. So it just made it a little easier for me to get on social media and do these videos and share a little bit about what I know with other people. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I am nervous or I have to take this video two or three times, maybe 300 times before I post it. But you know, just putting it out there. If I don't share that, people won't know, right? So, and that's what I want. I want to connect with people from all over and let them know what I do, you know, how I teach and and I help people buy real estate because people need people to help them with that. That's the biggest thing they'll ever buy in their lifetime is real estate. You have to have somebody that's going to, you know, vibe with you that, that you can communicate with and that you trust 
that is knowledgeable about what your, what the next steps are, what I need to be you know looking for, um, what's next for me. I, I don't want people to ever work with me and not know like, gosh, I, I haven't heard from Tara. I like to talk about it, you know, meet in person, meet on Zoom, whatever it is to help them with their end goal of becoming a homeowner or getting their finances in order or increasing their credit score or their cash flow, whatever their goal is. I'm here for it. hundred percent. I love that. And I think that it definitely shines through. I mean, coming from an objective standpoint, when I first saw any of your videos and I started scrolling and, you know, seeing, you know, what you're all about, I think hundred percent, it definitely shined through. And I think that with social media, you know, of course you see people who are fake and they're trying to promote something that maybe isn't always truthful and it's not for the right reasons. But at the same time, I think that people can really see who the, the right and genuine people are. I definitely think so. And I think that definitely you have that light toward you, which I think is an amazing quality. And I mean, it would, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you showed up on my reel because I'm glad we're having this conversation right now because of it. And also, so speaking about social media, because right now, you know, you see a lot of people, especially realtors and real estate agents using social media as part of their toolkit, right? To reach a certain clientele, to educate others like you do. So how do you think that social media has affected real estate through education, through information? And also, do you think it's necessary for new realtors to have a social media presence? For sure. I feel like social media is such a great tool to get a farther to to reach more people, right? So farther reach, get your message out there. Because like I said, I live in on the big island, but it's just really small community. It's, we don't have a lot of people here. And so for me to get on social media, like you're in the mainland or is there wherever you're at, you can listen and get some kind of education. And I feel like that's a big deal. A lot of people are very scared or shame or whatever it is to get on social media and just put themselves out there. But if you don't do it, you know, nobody's going to know. And for me as a realtor, I do want you to use me if you want to buy real estate. I do want to help you with your real estate journey. I've been through it. So I know what it's like, you know, and that's part of the reason why I became a realtor is that I wanted to know or I took the course before I even became a realtor like many years ago. And I didn't get my real estate license because I just wanted to know what the realtors needed to know so that I would wasn't getting taken for a ride when I buy more properties. And then later on down the line, I realized that, you know what, why don't you get your real estate license? Because when you start selling your homes, you know, you're going to pay somebody all this commission anyway, just to get your license. But I feel like social media has given us this platform for us to be who we are, to share what we know, or for entertainment or whatever it is. I feel like it's a great thing. You know, a lot of people use it for good, some for bad, but I feel like it is an amazing tool because I would have never met you, Jacob, if you didn't reach out or watch my reel, if I didn't publish that video, right? So there's a lot of really good connections that you can make with people on social media. And I like to watch other people's content too, because I learn a lot from social media. We're always learning. We're always looking, laughing, you know, looking at funny videos and interesting videos. So I think hands down, if you're a brand new uh, realtor, get on social media so that people know what you're doing. You don't want to be a secret agent. 
you want people to know what you do so that they can contact you. And, you know, you never know, you might come to a way you want to buy a property here. You'll call me. I can take you and show you properties. You might be a homeowner here. Who knows? Right. So, yes, social media, hands down. And there's so many different platforms, you know, you can choose your jam. <laughs> Agree. A hundred percent. There's, there's a new platform coming out every day on social media, literally every single day. And, you know, finding yours, especially when everyone gets views right now, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube, Instagram reels, a lot of the algorithms right now are definitely favorable to creators and new time creators as well. So now is the time get started start show, showcasing your journey. It doesn't have to be all the successes also. I think it speaks to the importance of showing your failures. I mean, we're all human, right? It's, don't be scared to show you your, your failures on the path to success. And I think people want to see that. They want to see that you're a real person and not just someone posting, you know, Lambo that they rented for the day just, just to show that they, they've been successful when they really aren't, right? And people want to see the real path that it takes to live happily, right? And I think definitely social media is something that can be used in a, such a positive way. Just don't fall into the trap of using it incorrectly. I think that's definitely a challenge, but such an important thing to master. 100%. <laughs> so Tara, I like to end with a couple of thought-provoking questions. Okay. okay. So question number one, where do you rank happiness on your list of priorities in life? Happiness is huge, like probably closer to the top because in life, I think that, you know, only you can make yourself happy, right? And if you're not happy, um, you're sad and that's no place to be. So for me, I love to do things that make me happy. I love to get up, go on a trip, you know, explore, do different things. Um, that's just who I am. You know, I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of girl. And when things are off balance for me and I'm not happy, I it really shows. And I hate being in that state. So to me, my happiness is huge, huge, huge. So pretty close to the top. <laughs> I agree with that hundred percent. Definitely relate to that. And next question, who was your biggest mentor and what was your best, the best lesson you ever received from them? Biggest mentor. Gosh, I've had a lot. Um, I want to say like one of the, the most impactful was my high school counselor. Her name was Deborah Ramsey, and she really believed in me. I was really taking a bad turn in my ninth grade year, um, just hanging out with the wrong crowd, doing, you know, things that I shouldn't be doing and almost failing. And so she kind of took me under her wing and I would go to her office and and she would just kind of coach me along and and really, truly believe in me. and helped me like I almost went to college because of her and then I started working and then I, I realized like I really want to just make money I don't want to go to school anymore but she was very impactful in like I said just believing in me and um, you know letting me be who I need to be letting me make mistakes but also encouraging me and so that was huge um, I want to say Robert Kiyosaki he like didn't mentor me in person but just reading all of his books and really um, learning through his board games like cash flow. When I started playing that game, I was just like, wow, this is such a game changer. And so for him, you know, being a local person from uh, Hawaii, I could really relate to his story. 
I could really understand all of his concepts. And that was a huge deal. Um, I want to say first and foremost, I mean, our Heavenly Father, you know, just plugging in, plugging into my life groups, my life group leaders. Um, that was huge for me. I have a, a bunch of different mentors that I, I just cling on to. And so there's not just one specific. There's been so many throughout my life. And I think that's the biggest thing is networking with people who help you to succeed, who help you to push you to be better than you are. And I think that's why people have mentors, right? Or um, people that influence them or coaches to push them to do things that they would never do themselves. So there's so many. I wish I could name them all. <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, people come into your life for a reason or a season. And there's been a lot of people that have impacted my life for sure. I love that. And I, I agree. I mean, at first I, you know, even, even when I asked you that question, I was like expecting, okay, so there's one person, but then as soon as when you were explaining it, you know, there's, there's obviously many people who can impact your life as a, as a role model and someone you look up to for different reasons. So it's true. I mean, there's so many different people that have definitely impacted my life and either a major impact or a small thing that they said one day that really made me feel, you know, happy. So I think that I definitely agree that you can have a ton of role models in life and they'll definitely help you get to get you to where you want to be. For sure. And hands down, like my mom, and not just because she's my mom, but she's been so super strong throughout her whole life, being a single parent, going through all the things that she, she's been through and just being that example for me. So if anybody, the biggest mentor would be my mom, because throughout all of her examples, it shaped me and molded me to who I am today. So you know, that's probably my number one. hundred <laughs> percent. Moms are the best hands down. Being a mom is the hardest job. I always say that it's, it's, it's amazing. Love my mom. Shout out to mom. Tara, this has been amazing. I'm so glad we were able to finally do this. And I mean, it was a pleasure to finally have this conversation with you. I definitely learned a lot. And I mean, thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. If you guys need a realtor on the Big Island of Hawaii, lift me up. Tara.shim on Instagram. Um, Tara Hawaii Real Estate. You can contact me um, on my Instagram. Email me. Text me. My phone number is 808-989-0229. If you're ever on the Big Island, come do the Manta Ray night dive. Um, check out the volcano. There's so many things to do on the Big Island. So thank you, Jacob, for having me. Have a great day and aloha, everyone. <laughs> See you on Mind. See you next week. We're out.